Welcome to episode 116 of Telepractice Today with Kim Dutro-Allen and Dr. Todd Houston. Okay, welcome back to another episode. Um, as we're getting to the beginning of the school year where people are getting ready for what they're going to do this school year, contracts and things like that. I found um, Mrs. Speechy P, if you follow her on Facebook, she recently put up a pros and cons list and she covered a lot of different SLP work settings. So, um, which I thought was great. She had like in schools, home-based, home health, hospital-based, but she also had one for teletherapy, some pros and cons too. So I was just going to pick a couple of those um, that she mentioned that I've experienced too. So one of them that she said as a pro was flexibility in schedule. And I've had, you know, kids at home. I've had preschool pickups and drop-offs and kindergarten pickups and drop-offs. And I've just been able to kind of tell my schools within reason, this is what works for me. And I love that. I also love if I have a kid that's sick at home, I can kind of park them in front of the TV, be down the hall and not have to take take work off when that happens. So that's been something that has been very beneficial for me. Um, a con that she mentioned was often has a lower pay than other settings. This is something that I wish there was a good answer to. For me personally, mm-hmm. I get paid more online than I would in um, a lot of the local positions that I, are available to me. But I know for someone like working in New York City, for example, that that is not going to be the same. So um, if that's something you're looking into, maybe try more of like a local company that's offering that instead of a global company or a nationwide company that's offering teletherapy. So that can be more matching to what you would make in person. Um, And then some, let's see, another good one is, let me see what is another one. She talks about um, that some kids do better with this model, that I've had kids that just are really like, like to be engaged with the computer and uh, that they're really focused and excited about coming because they get to be on the computer. Um, I've also had it be better for some families because they're doing homeschool or I have one family that is living in a motor home and traveling around. <laughs> so mm-hmm. um, a lot of times just the, the modality is better for the family or better for the student. And she also mentions that sometimes it's not as a con. You know, sometimes I've had a student that would shut the computer and try to throw it across the room. So, <laughs> so you know, with him, we kind of like worked up to it. Let's try and do 10 minutes once a week and see if we can work this up because it is something that could be beneficial to this student eventually. Um, but yeah, we always want it want to make sure we're doing it ethically and that we're following those guidelines that ASHA has given us where it has to be equal to in-person. So we have to, you know, use our judgment to say when it's not working too. But, and she has about 17 pros and 12 cons too. So I won't go through all of them, but if it's something that you're thinking about, um, that's a good list to look at to kind of get both sides of it. Exactly. And I, 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 like I encourage my grad students who are trying to figure out what they want to do and where they want to go and 
Yeah. This would yeah. be a great post for grad students too to look at to decide what where they want to fall in that. That's right. That's right. And I think some of them get kind of enthralled with some of these um sign-on bonuses and, and things like that with companies. Mm-hmm. And then they sometimes go to the schools and it's, you know, very much, you know, a stair step, you know, locked in <laughs> kind of thing. And, yep. you know, these different levels, different grades or whatever, whatever you call them. Um, yeah. Different levels. And, uh, and it's already sort of no negotiation. It's just sort of, this is what it is, you know? And, right. And I think it's kind of disappointing to them. Um, and, and <laughs> Of course, they kind of stop talking about it when I tell them that my first job, um, when they offered me the job at the North Carolina School for the Deaf in Morganton, North Carolina, the person called me, my future supervisor, uh, called me and said the starting salary would be 21050. And I thought she was kidding. <laughs> I laughed at her because I thought it was a joke. It was not a joke. <laughs> I saw I saw a post recently where someone had a recruiter that texted them and said, we're looking for therapists and the amount is this amount. And then they texted back and said, oh, I'm sorry. That was for our OTs and PTs. The amount is actually this. And it was like a thousand less per week mm. than for the OTs and PTs. So that conversation did not go well oh, from then on. I'm sure it didn't. I'm sure it didn't. <laughs> Yeah. 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 So, I mean, it's something that we have to, I think, in a lot of settings, continue to fight for to be paid our worth and, you know, make sure that that's something that we're discussing with people and putting at the forefront when we're making those decisions about where we're going to be. Exactly. And and I see a lot of stuff online about people are, are inquiring about what different companies pay and what people are charging for telepractice services. Right. And I think we have to be very careful about that because there are legal issues about collusion and trying to set prices and set fees. And I would encourage our listeners not to do that on Facebook or Instagram or or some of these social media platforms, Mm -hmm. call someone up and talk to them. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, don't do it publicly like that because it can come back to haunt you from a legal perspective. Mm-hmm. Um, and so just do your research, call people up, ask to, if you can, you know, call them directly and, and, and get that information. Because mm-hmm. that, because yeah. it just, it, it can be kind of bad uh, if you get caught up in that. So on the podcast today, we have people uh, from your neck of the woods. Yes, yes. So um, I met Annie Jorgensen. We kind of overlapped a little bit in a job at uh, Up to Three uh, Early Intervention at Utah State University. So, and she kind of, you know, have kept in touch with her and her and her sister, Laura Walker, who is also a speech-language pathologist, have are developing um, a website and eventually an app. Uh, to help with carryover for articulation and making some fun games for articulation that can be used over teletherapy or in person. So I had to have them on to talk about it and hear all about it. So we're excited to hear from them. Awesome. Let's, let's hear Annie and Laura. Hi, are you creative? 
Do you want to give a webinar or teach a course? Maybe you're a writer. Do you want to create a blog? Maybe you have an idea for a podcast. Whatever your passion is, we at 3C Digital Media Network want you to be a content creator so we can bring your ideas to life. So, to get started, visit our website at 3cdigitalmedianetwork.com and sign up to be a content creator. We look forward to seeing your passions come to life on our platform. Hey, we want to welcome Annie and Laura to the podcast. Um, before we jump into talking about your really cool tech that you've got coming out, uh, let's hear a bit about, about your background. So if you guys will introduce yourselves and tell us how you got into um, speech therapy. So I'm Laura Walker. And I graduated in 2002 and went to Brigham Young University to do my undergrad. And while I was there, I knew I wanted to do something where I would be helping people. So I looked at nursing. I looked at special education. But I couldn't find that right fit for me. None of it really felt right. And um, I am a faith, faith-based person. Um, And I felt very guided and directed to the field of speech-language pathology. Um, I think that a lot of us in the field feel that pull. And whether you call that the universe or God or whatever your higher power is, um, I just felt very directed. And when I started learning about what speech pathology was, it, for me, was the best of all of the things that I wanted to do. And I was really excited about it and signed up and did my undergraduate there. Um, And then I did my master's program at the University of Utah and um, had a really great experience at both schools, even though they're rivals. That's what I was going to (laughs) say. (laughs) Had a great experience at both schools. Um, When I graduated, I started working for uh, the local school district, Davis County School District. Um, And I worked in the schools for about seven years. Then we moved to Georgia And I uh, did private practice there for a couple of years. And then when we moved back, um, I got into working uh, to contracting with charter schools. And so I've done charter schools for, what, the last five years as well. So kind of done everything from preschool all the way up through high school in different settings and think it's the greatest job of all time. So (laughs) really love it. And then my story, um, so we we happen to be sisters as well. I don't know if we told you that, but... What? Yes. We look nothing alike. <laughs> we are <laughs> sisters. So Laura went through the program, and when I went to school, I was looking, again, kind of a similar idea, but luckily I had this older sister who had kind of paved this path <laughs> ahead of me, and... Um, I told her, you know, I was looking at nursing. I wanted to do psychology. I definitely wanted to be in a helping profession. And she said, what about medical speech therapy? Like you can work in a hospital and, and help people um, and also do a lot of counseling kind of in that setting and be on the floor and working with doctors. And I loved that idea. So I kind of went into it with that in mind and that emphasis in mind. Um, and I also went to Brigham Young University for an undergrad in University of Utah for my graduate degree. So after graduating, we had moved up to Cache Valley and, um, 
I worked briefly in intervention or up to three early intervention um, where I met Kim. And, um, and then at that point there was an opening in the schools and I worked in the schools for a year. And uh, then I actually kind of transitioned over into the medical side of things and worked at a skilled nursing facility um, for two years and Logan regional hospital had an opening. And so then that is where I've worked for the last five years at Logan regional hospital, inpatient, outpatient, um, doing modified barium swallow studies, doing that whole side of things. So, yep, that, that kind of leads us up to working on at home articulation. Yeah. Hold on. You you never considered Utah state university. I just want to (laughs) just Just never have, you know, like maybe you could do a PhD there and then you'll get all three of them. Right. Get <laughs> to be clear, we love Utah State and I would okay. send any of my kids there. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay. Just, I just wanted to ask the question. That's right. They have right. a fantastic program. <laughs> and my husband went to Utah State and he also went to the, um, to UVU, the University mm-hmm. or Utah Valley. Mm-hmm. Utah Valley. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there you go. So between the two of us, we've got, we've got Utah covered. <laughs> yeah, I, can, I can see that. Yeah. That's great. got to come down South to our newly <laughs> named school down here. Right. Right. Yeah. So great. who, who had the, who has the tech background and, and who both of you, you I know, would guess. Neither one of us have a lot of tech background <laughs> is the, is the actual truth. Um, <laughs> We spent a lot of time in the discomfortable zone the last couple of years mm-hmm. and learned so many things that we never thought we would learn. Yeah. We're really good at speech pathology, but developing mm-hmm. apps, audio recordings, learning about pitching, all those things, those were all new to us. Yeah. So it's been a fun journey. It really has. <laughs> a whole new world opened up. A whole new world. Yeah. <laughs> so tell us how that started, how the idea yeah. started, how you developed your app. Okay. Well, so since I've spent so much time working in the schools, I have loved that. But there's obviously limitations when you're working in the schools and you have big caseloads and you care and you want to do a really good job, but it can be really, really hard to do that with the time constraints. So I felt like there were certain things that were lacking that I was struggling with and trying to figure out how, as a clinician, I could provide the best possible services to my students. Um, And in the meantime, Annie gives me a phone call. It was 10 o'clock at night. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I called Laura because I had just had an experience where I have a daughter um, and she was an extremely picky eater. I was having a hard time introducing new foods to her. And so I was just researching online. And when I, when I got online, there was this dietitian um, who has what's called the picky eater protocol. And so I looked it up and I mean, honestly, it was for where I was at in life, it was maybe a little expensive for me, but I was like, you know what, this is something that I think is really going to help. She did a little webinar Mm -hmm. and I took it and I was so empowered to help my daughter. I was like, wow, that was, I know the experience of trying to get her into the hospital and working with a dietitian, which isn't outrageous. You know, it's, it's possible, but there's a process to that. And here I was in my home, just looking it up and getting immediate help. 
Um, and so I called Laura and I was like, you know what? We have a skill set and knowledge here to help empower parents immediately with articulation. Like, let's build something. And we we went all in. We did. So she was coming at it from a, a perspective of how can we empower parents at the same time? I'm thinking, well, how can we lighten the load of clinicians? Right. And so between those two, that's where at home was born. Great. So at at home articulation. At home articulation. Mm-hmm. I think that's such a good idea because I feel like there's so many parents that are looking for something that like my kid already wants to look at apps. My kid already wants to do this and that. How can I help them with this other need that I'm seeing? And I feel like, you know, as a millennial parent too, that's kind of like what I go to first. Like, well, my child has this problem. Where can I find something online for (laughs) Exactly. 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 And there's a lot of really great resources available, but it seems like it's hard to find that all in one place. Mm -hmm. Um, And so we felt like if we could find a way to make speech therapy at home so accessible, so approachable to parents, right? Where we're educating them and teaching them and empowering them, um, providing education for them so that they feel really confident doing that at home. That only helps out the clinician, right? right? Mm-hmm. Like that, mm-hmm. that absolutely bridges the gap for, for families and clinicians, right? To have some kind of a product that, that really helps them to connect and to help each other out. Cause we both have the same goal. Parents and clinicians both want the ch- the child or the student to be able to make progress. Right. Yeah. yeah. So you're not out to give, uh, put any of us out of jobs. right? No. no. And that's a, yes. huge, that's a huge part of it. Right. Yeah. That is mm-hmm. a big part of it is there's a lot of disclaimers on the site for parents to understand we are not trying to necessarily make a parent a clinician, right? We're not trying right. to replace the, a speech pathologist. Not not in the slightest. What we want to do is we want to partner with clinicians and mm-hmm. we want to be a tool to bridge that. And so oftentimes you'll we've heard a lot of stories as we've been building this of parents saying, you know, once my child went through early intervention where they had a lot of interaction with the clinician. As soon as they had an IEP and were in the speech program, it became unclear what the child is working on. Right. 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 I mean, so, especially when you have a child with a communication delay and they're not able to say, mom, this is what I did yes, today. Exactly. Yes, exactly. Right. And so what we wanted to do was create something to help make that for clinicians really easy, right? Really accessible. And also for parents then to have the knowledge that they need to practice at home so that the the clinician isn't spending all of their time, you know, trying to uh, individually create home practice Mm -hmm. for, Mm -hmm. you know, for articulation. That is what this product is for, is for articulation therapy, Um, but rather to have a really quick transition of here's what you work on and get started. Great. So, so describe for yeah. us what, what it looks like, what the features are, what um, people can expect from the product. I love that. Okay. So we're really excited about it because we're now really seeing these big ideas that we had on the screen, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and so 
coming out, let, let's talk about it for a second from a clinician standpoint, right? Mm-hmm. Um, when the world shut down in what March of 2020, right? Mm-hmm. I'm a school-based yep. therapist. And all of a sudden I'm providing all of my services online, which was something right. I had never done before. It was so hard to come up with therapy materials, ways to engage the student. Um, I just, it, I was really at a loss. Um, and so, so we have a lot of really fun interactive games. So when you, when you look at the website, you log in, you've got the sound, you have initial medial final, and then you decide the speech complexity. So right now we have everything from um, words to their reading level. Mm-hmm. And then after you select those three things, then we have five games. So you click on the game, it populates the game, and then the child is, is working on their speech while they're doing this interactive game. Um, one of the features that we're so excited about that literally when we saw it finally happen, Annie and I grabbed each other and we were jumping up and down (laughs) screaming like, yes, (laughs) it's working. Um, is that the clinician at the end of a session can in less than 10 seconds send individualized speech practice for each of their students. There's a menu that pops up. They click the sound, they click the word. I mean, the position position in the words, they click the complexity level send generates an email that goes straight to the parent that says, click here. This is what they're working on. And the parent can jump right in and do practice. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, there's a lot of different application for that, but I think that a lot of clinicians are going to benefit from that in different settings, different practices, you know, like we mm-hmm. were thinking of it school-based when you have a group of five kids or three kids and you're at the end of a session, the, the goal was to really streamline that process rather mm-hmm. than having worksheets where you're trying to quickly say like, Hey, this tip worked, right. do this with your student, um, practice it five times. And then hopefully that piece of paper makes it into the parent's hands. <laughs> Goes out the door. Godspeed. Yes, right? exactly. <laughs> right. We did our best to get this to the parent. And then in the actual practicing at home where the parent is sitting down with the child and saying like, okay, what did your speech therapist tell you? And they're like, uh. <laughs> right. They don't necessarily yeah. have an answer. Then they're like, okay, there's words on this page. We're going to practice listening to, to these words. That's kind of, you know, mm-hmm. um, where we're at oftentimes with homework. And so instead um, they finish the session and in 30 seconds with a group of three kids, now all of those parents have this very clear idea of, what they're supposed to practice when they pull it up. So when right. they, when the parent opens it, now we'll talk about it from the parent side, a parent, then when they get in, it's the same menu for the parent, but um, there's a little bit more guidance for the parent. So we want, you know, things that we take for granted as speech therapists that everyone knows, mm-hmm. you know, oftentimes in these conversations, we realize quickly that that is not common knowledge. You know, these words That's that we're not using intuitive to a parent. Yes. Mm-hmm. And so on that same menu, for example, under sounds, there's a little video that they can click on. What sound should I choose? Right. Where we're helping. I mean, it's not putting them through a screener at this point, um, but it is giving them some understanding of this is what you're looking for when you're choosing right. a sound. 
or the word, uh, the position of the word or the complexity. So there's little videos to help the parent understand that process and to educate them. Like this is the process of speech therapy, you know? Um, and then when they go in to play the game, um, I will give you an example with one of the games. So it's bake a cake. All right. One of the games, Mm -hmm. they've got ingredients on the side. They choose an ingredient and a flashcard pops up. And, you know, at the word level, we want them to say that word five times. And so before it jump, they jump into that practice. Again, the parent will get a little video that says, here's what you do. This is what this Mm -hmm. looks like. When you're practicing with your kid, here's some really solid tips so that you can be watching for the following things. And then we've given parents a tips and tricks button. So for the L sound, you know, all of the sounds, but for the Mm. L sound, they click the button and up comes a pop-up of tips and tricks. This is how to say the L sound. Here's what we want you to do. Practice it, feel it in your mouth, get used to that sound, common errors. Here's how to troubleshoot it so that they can scroll through and see how to teach and work with their child when it comes to saying an L. And then they go back into the game with that knowledge and they're watching their child and then they're having, you know, we don't imagine parents doing more than like a five to 10 minute session a day, kind of a five minute kid approach, you know? Um, And now they, they have that knowledge and all the clinician had to do was click, 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 send. send. Right. That's awesome. And it sounds specific too. So the different sounds have different tips for them. Yeah. There's the tips and tricks for each of the sounds that are on the website. And we just feel like this is an opportunity for parents. We also have a parent portal that's going to have information that we, that we're teaching parents about the referral process. We're teaching parents about um, the speech articulators. We want to teach them about what is traditional articulation therapy? What does the hierarchy look like? Right. Mm -hmm. So that they they're fully invested in the speech process. It's not an IEP meeting that they go to once a year or, or a session that they're hearing in the background, right? They're, they're aware of where their child is in the speech process and what the end goal is. And so for, for teletherapists, right. Mm -hmm. For them to be able to bring up this game, play it together with the child. The child is engaged. So it's a great therapy tool in itself, right? right. Yeah. Right. Um, additional materials for sure. We uh, made sure there's a feature where you can turn off the music. That was some feedback that we got from some teletherapists that mm-hmm. it was hard to hear with the music. So a feature where you can turn that off, play the game with the child. Um, and then at the end of the session, instead of worrying like, okay, is the parent aware of what's going on? Do they know what we're working on? <laughs> right. We're sending an email to them directly saying today in speech, this is what we worked on. This is what we want you to work on this week. They've already seen it. And so they're like, okay, right. we can do this. Yeah. And so is the, is the program, the software um, capturing data on, on performance for each child? At this point, that is not that is not a feature okay. that we've built out, but for sure that's on. That's we've on got the list. On we've the got list. a list of features to come, sure. which we're as we do updates, we'll yeah. be adding. Data those. is one of those that is a right. feature to come. Yes. Yep. And so, how do how do clinicians access this? And so, this will be a subscription for clinicians, and then so, free to parents, or there's both. So, to. so for clinicians, we want this to be. Um, you know, something that's really easily 
uh, bought basically. We, we want it to be we, affordable. We, we want it to it. be affordable and we get it from our budgeted experience with clinicians. So there's just a one-time payment for clinicians. It's a $30 payment for the program and they'll get all of the additional features to come forever. Like they, they'll oh, wow. pay, you know, $30 and, and they're in, um, for parents, we are doing more of a subscription model for them. So it's, you know, a $12 a month subscription for them. And mm-hmm. if they want to buy it for the year, then it's $8 a month or $96 for the year. Nice. We set it up as a freemium model though, so that right. parents could, I mean, so the clinicians could recommend the product mm-hmm. to parents and mm-hmm. without the school district being liable to pay for those that service. Mm-hmm. Right? Um, right. And so they can recommend it to any parent, any parent has access to the free version of the product. Mm-hmm. And there's a, there is a seven day free trial for the parent. For the, um, like a premium level. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So, you know, seven day free trial. And then after that, the $12 fee for the parent. Okay. Mm-hmm. And, there's and- also within the app, mm-hmm. some really cool features where where we're connecting the families and the clinicians too, right? So, so a chat feature cool. within the app, oh, if nice. they wanted to ask questions, the ability for the clinician to email parent directly and for the parent to email the clinician directly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm, I'm thinking of like, if you're talking to a parent and they're looking for something outside services, like I, I see some clients privately in the summer. And if I could tell them you yes, you could pay, you know, $50 a session, whatever for a speech yeah. therapist, or you could do <laughs> this through the summer. That would be, you know, whatever, $12 a month and, and subscribe to this and then see how that works when they come back during the school year. I, I feel like there's Definitely. a lot of parents that would yeah. jump at that chance. Yeah. Yeah. It's not to replace speech language. But yes. It doesn't, but it doesn't. You know, you, you are creating problems already. I, I am, I, hey, hey, I have enough problems. If I can shove some of my problems onto something else, I, I know that that is what every speech therapist is thinking. Like when I hear what you, that is, I don't know if everyone appreciates the huge amount of work that you guys put into this. I am so sitting here thinking like, this is what I would love to do is to have time to sit down with every single parent and say, this is the sound we're working on. This is how you get them to say this. This is what to do if that doesn't work. Yes. We all know, we all know what the research says, but home Mm -hmm. practice, right. Is, is so key. So I always say to my, to my parents, right. Speech therapy, our session is like a piano lesson. I get you for 30 minutes and it's a great 30 minutes, right? We learn a lot, but if you don't go home and practice that movement, we're right back where we started, mm-hmm. right? So for five minutes, if they play one game, right? One game mm-hmm. a day, how, how much that will help them progress through the speech process, right? right. I just, it's invaluable. Yeah. yeah. And really with the games, um, that was a big part of this idea early on was we want this to be so fun for kids. Like we really want them to have a positive experience at home where we have seen, um, you know, firsthand with family and friends where sometimes power struggles of when to work on speech and how to work on speech and, you know, feeling like a a child feeling like they're being corrected so often where instead there, this is a really positive interaction between a parent and a child where the, they're not having to, to fight them to sit down and work on their speech. It's a game 
and it's an engaging, we tried to come up with games that were, you know, exciting for boys and girls, different age levels. And honestly, the, we've got a lot more games to come. We've, we're starting with five. We're excited about the five, but the games will continue to come to make it just engaging and fun for kids. Keep it new Mm -hmm. and fresh. Oh, it sounds awesome. And just me visiting today the website and, and kind of uh, clicking around a little bit, I can, you know, it's, it, I can already tell it's, it's, it is awesome. It's going to be even more awesome as you add more and more features. So, Thank so right you. now it's web based, right? Uh-huh. And then an app is coming. Yes. So yes. Great. Yep. Correct. Yep. So the web based app, um, as of, uh, September 1st, 2022, right? Um, that is when the web-based app is going to be, you know, the premium versions are going to be available. All these features that we just talked about. Yeah, exactly. If, awesome. if someone were to go on today, they would see the free version. Mm-hmm. Um, and that doesn't include the tips and tricks and other things, right? So uh, still, still valuable to see it. You know, there's a place where you can enter in um, an email address right now so that you can be notified when this goes live. And uh, so that's super valuable if you want to keep in the know for where we're going with this. But September 1st is when the web will be available. And then October 1st, um, the mobile app will will go live. And so, Annie, just uh, repeat the website uh, address again, if you don't mind. Yeah, it's at homearticulation.com. All, all one word. Um, so www.homearticulation.com. Awesome. Well, it's, yeah. it's going to be great. And, and I also really appreciate, you know, when you're, you were talking about, you know, the free stuff, you know, and, and to offer those to, you know, free for podcast hosts. That's also very generous. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, we got a promo code coming a, your way. That's, that's so nice of you. you know? Yes. You know, we're happy to help. Happy to help. So um, now is the most important time of the podcast of the episode. And that's our moment of Zen. So have you heard about our moment of Zen? No, no, but we love Zen. So let's do this. It's Zen for us. We don't know so much for you, but (laughs) it's a moment of fun for you guys. (laughs) Yes. So Kim, should we do two different lists or the same list for both? What do you think? What do you guys think? Do you, do you feel like you'd want to hear both of your answers to the same questions or should we switch? Yeah, let's do that. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So we have, we have three lists. Uh, a, B, and C. List A, B, and C, and you can choose which list you want. List A, B, or C. Okay. Which one do you want? So we're choosing B. I feel good about B too. Let's do We've it. Had lots of Bs lately. That's have you? Okay. Yeah. I was actually leaning towards A, but it's fine. Well, you know, <laughs> I can't, I said it first. Oh God, here we go. Sisters, right? Oh. Did you guys get along when you were growing up? Famously, actually. Famously, okay. <laughs> no, for real. We got three other brothers. They're the worst. But uh, she's awesome. You know, Lara is a four-year, she's four years older than me, and she she is a good older sister. She's always included me. So but she was That's fun to be nice. around. So if she was annoying, not a chance. But <laughs> I I also picked my profession because my sister told me to. So yeah. <laughs> I get it. Sometimes yeah, sometimes you need that. <laughs> yeah. Kim knows a little something about having sisters. 
I do. Yeah. I yeah, yep. I have five of them. So. Oh, there you go. Yeah, I'm not kidding. <laughs> yeah, you know, it does not mean that we did not have our moments. I we we do not want to sugarcoat that part, for sure. <laughs> but as a whole, this is a good relationship. Good, good. good. Well, we'll awesome see here. if you guys have some things in common too while we well, do this list. <laughs> well, we'll see how you feel about each other uh, after we finish this. <laughs> okay. <laughs> See if this business partnership is going to last or not. (laughs) Okay. So first question, and I will start with Laura. Okay. Would you describe yourself as an introvert or an extrovert? Extrovert. Annie, how about you? An introverted extrovert. (laughs) An introverted extrovert. I like both. I I I saw that described once as an omnivert. An omnivert. omnivert. Yes. Honestly, I saw that and it was like a light bulb moment for me. Right. An omnivert. I finally understand myself. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Okay. Next question is, what is the best compliment you've received? Oh. Laura? Best compliment that I received? Mm Mm-hmm is that I made somebody feel very seen and very heard. Very good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, th- I think mine was after a conversation with a friend and she said, wow, that um, she said, you are wise. And I was like, wow, thank you. <laughs> when my grad students tell me that, usually just saying that I'm old. You know, that's that's their nice wisdom way of doesn't saying, always come with age. So that's very true. I'm not saying you're old. I'm just saying to me that's what it comes off as. Right. Um, next question. Who has been the most influential person in your life and how did he or she impact you? The most influential person, living or dead? Could be anyone. Well, I mean my 12-year-old self would have shouted me a ham at the top of my lungs. She was, she, uh, she soccer was, awesome. was, she was, still is, yeah. but a cool yeah. human. But um, currently the most influential, um, I would say <laughs> her name is Jen Anderson. Uh, and I don't know if you guys would know her, obviously, but she's a life coach and mm-hmm. she is, she has course changed my life. She is someone that I really, really look up to and respect. Very good. Awesome. Laura. I mean, Laura. I could go with like the default, my parents, <laughs> right. <laughs> but taking the best versions of each of them. Um, mm-hmm. But they would be the most influential people for us, for me. Okay. Yeah. Awesome. That's great. It's, uh, it's a cheap way to, <laughs> but it's okay. Okay. A soccer uh, star or a mother? I'm real. Okay. It's okay. We'll take it. We, we, know, we know who's yeah. the favorite daughter. Right now. Right. Who's, who's buttering up to the parents already? Okay. Um, so Laura. Yes. What do people misunderstand about you? What do people misunderstand about me? I think it's important to me that people take me seriously if I'm being real. And I think I get defensive quickly if people 
don't take me seriously. Um, and so I think that's probably what people would misunderstand. Hmm. You're joking, right? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> You're joking, right? Um, I would say, what do people misunderstand? I feel like this would have been a fun one for us to answer for each other because mm-hmm. I had one in mind for her. But oh, good. Now we're yeah. getting into it. No, I would say that I am, um, maybe that I'm not quiet, but that, uh, people sometimes it it takes me a minute longer to like really, uh, open up, get to know someone. And so, especially with Lara, who is extroverted and Mm -hmm. life of the party. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, So what I've heard. Yeah. Right. <laughs> then me coming in sometimes looking quiet, but really that's not true. It's like just being I'm not quiet. Right? I'm out. I'm just as loud and all the things, but it, there's kind of a window of getting there sometimes with me. And so I would say that's where I've been most misunderstood. Okay. So Annie, you were going to say something that you had something in mind for Laura. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so from I'm your curious. perspective, from what, from your perspective, what do people misunderstand about your sister? Well, I think because she, she is like, this girl is not shy and she will talk to anyone and, mm-hmm. um, that you wouldn't know sometimes like in that, in a certain settings, how mm-hmm. deep and caring she is in like, a like how she notices everyone at the party. Like she's, gotcha. she's observed, she's life of the party, but she's observing everyone and knows who they are, you know? Well, that was very That's nice. Awesome. Yeah. Too. Well, so I, but I don't think that people would necessarily know that because she right. is, you know, talking and, 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 and with everyone. So, right. There Laura, you go. Is there something about Annie? Do you think people misunderstand about her? No, we could play this like newlywed game kind of thing. <laughs> growing up Annie was like so first of all Annie can like do anything on a board right snowboard wakeboard she's doing upside down flips like she's adventurous create Mm -hmm. all those things right so Mm -hmm. I think sometimes people think about Annie as as like kind of you were never ditzy but Mm -hmm. like kind of unavailable like Annie was Mm -hmm. out doing her thing and kind of unavailable Right. And so I think that people that knew her like that as a kid have a hard time reconciling that with the adult that she is like, she's <laughs> on it. Right. She, yeah. she like is very on top of her finances and on top of her household and all those things. But mm-hmm. I think that people would be like, wait, Annie. <laughs> yeah. <Right? laughs> totally. It's kind of so. like when I run into former teachers of mine and my little sister and I tell (laughs) them that she now teaches high school and just like watch all the color drain out of their (laughs) (laughs) face. Similar feeling. (laughs) Uh Well, that's awesome. So you guys know each other pretty well. (laughs) I would say yes. 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 Next question is what's something surprising that you've learned about yourself? Am I going first? Go for it. Whoever wants to jump. All right. Um, I, through this process, um, like I said, I've spent a lot of time in the uncomfortable zone, <laughs> a lot of time there. Um, and I think it's been surprising for me to 
see myself tackle mountain after mountain after mountain and still continue to try to see this product through. Very good. That's awesome. Um, I would say the, the energy that I, this is something that has surprised me through this process as well. That's where, you know, both of our brains are at right now is like the energy and the drive for this. Like Mm -hmm. I, even though it's been really hard, um, and uncomfortable, there's always like uh, this vision of what we want and what we can see is going to happen here. And so I'm always surprised that like, when I'm talking to people, like right now I get to work, like I, I, Mm -hmm. it's not like I have to go work on at home articulation. It's like, Oh, I've got three hours. I get to work on at home articulation. (laughs) And, Mm -hmm. um, so that has been a surprising bonus. Yeah. That's awesome. Got to love what you do, right? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah. I understand. Um, next question is, do you have a favorite quote or a motto? Hmm. Do I have a favorite quote? Something I say to my kids a lot. Sure. Get comfortable being uncomfortable. Oh, very good. (laughs) Very good. I like it. Um, I I've had for years the do it anyway quote on on my wall. You know, it's just it's such a good the Mother Teresa. I I know that she wasn't necessarily the one who said it, but it's often attributed to her. Mm -hmm. But, you know, people will be unkind, be kind anyway. Uh, And as that whole quote goes through, there's just so so much application for that. So sure. That's been kind of a one I've referred to. No, Mia Hamm quote. Oh, well, yeah. go for the okay. gold. I go for the gold. Easy. There you go. <laughs> the name of her book that I read. So That's right. That's right. <laughs> I remember that. Um, how do you define success? I think that's really changed for me. Oh, for sure. Started this, yeah. Right? Yeah. Great question. Um, for me, success has be- become being willing to continue to learn and grow and stay excited. That's mm-hmm. through this process. Mm-hmm. Very nice. Yeah. yeah. Success for me has become um, being, uh, showing up every day and giving it my best. And like at the end of this, uh, there, well, at the end of this process, this is a never ending process, <laughs> which we have learned right. the hard way, but, um, but like, we've talked a lot about like, you know, different goals that we've had with this and really like, I can't imagine a scenario where it hasn't been worth it, where we haven't been successful because it has just been, the learning has been so exponential for us that like mm-hmm. that is been successful today and we haven't launched yet, you know? Right. Right. That's great. That's what I think, you know, me and Todd kind of feel that too, that we both feel like even if no one ever listened to our podcast, the fact <laughs> that we have talked to over a hundred different people about their experience with telepractice, we yeah. have gained so much about it. And I, but at the same time, it's just like, 
we know if people will buy our product, listen to our podcast, that they will get everything that we've gotten out of it too. Yeah. And so we hope that for them too, because we put so much into it and you guys have put so much into it. Yeah, sure. Exactly. Um, Next question. What's the best advice a mentor ever gave you about your work or life? I would say that um, one of the things that I've been learning over the last year or so is that I have the power to make what I want my life or to, to make what I want my life to be. Does that make sense? Like the Mm -hmm. power is mine and that power is regardless of other people's choices and words and actions Mm -hmm. Um, whether that's someone intimate, um, like someone close to me or out there in the world that like, ultimately I get to choose. And, Mm -hmm. um, often my results are coming from the thoughts that are in my head, you know? And so that's Mm -hmm. been very, very impactful for me. Thanks, Jen Anderson. Jen Anderson. <laughs> well, Jody Moorbrook Castillo. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I think it, it kind of follows some other stuff I've been reading about taking 100% ownership of your life. Yeah. And and really just saying, if it's going to happen, I'm going to make it happen. Yeah. It's it's me. Mm-hmm. I'm not It's not. I'm not going to blame someone else. It's it's me. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Right. Um, well, I'm... I'm kind of drawing a blank. <laughs> I'm like you're asking me for like that nugget of wisdom or something. Just something. Just something. What did your parents tell you? Go ahead. <laughs> okay. So like I said, my parents have been really, really great mentors. And I think the biggest thing is that I've learned from them is that at the end of the day, that it doesn't matter what you're wearing or that you have the latest iPhone or that you make so much money. Um, the most important thing is the way that you make other people feel yeah. and that, that that will carry you through. Exactly. Good. It's, it's the golden rule at the end of the, the day. Golden right? rule. Okay. A little bit lighter question. Uh, do you have <laughs> a, do you have a hack that you've discovered that works well? So it could be any kind of hack from speech pathology, or it could be anything could be, Life hack. Life hack could be using paper clips to do something. I don't care. Just could be any type of hack that you've discovered or a tip of how to do something that you've discovered. All right. I know I've got these like up my sleeve. Have you heard do- of nature's miracle? Oh, this is a good hack. <laughs> <laughs> we have two dogs and a cat. So, yes, I've heard of nature's miracle. Okay. I have, I have a bottle right over here because we okay. have a new puppy that okay. is having lots of accidents. So go ahead. That That's is my hack. life hack. I carry a nature's- bottle of nature's miracle with me everywhere. I <laughs> so, so Laura, you want to go clean up poop and, and pee everywhere you go? Well, but here's Listen, the, this is I it. don't want to do that. But you know what? When you have four kids. It happens more I, I, I have a potty training preschooler, so me and dad yeah, are yes. kind of in You've been on the road trip, boat. a kid barfs on the seatbelt, no big deal. Lara's got her nature's miracle. Okay. 
<laughs> so, so the nature's miracle that we use is designed for pets. Well, well that's what you think. Yeah, <laughs> that's why it's a hack. It's designed for any yucky thing that's created so by a dog or a human child. <laughs> so you, you're expanding. Um, the reach of nature's miracle nature's here miracle. on the podcast. They I mean, are far underutilized. Yes, they are. <laughs> gotcha. Nature's so miracle now, is for everyone. That's so, my hack. So Kim, during potty now training, if now you I just know. go buy some nature's miracle and you're good. <laughs> Sounds good. I mean, my hack is a little less reaching, but I mean, <laughs> Google keep, <laughs> I don't know keep. if you got mm-hmm. Google keep. I mm-hmm. use I have a note for everything. <laughs> so someone tells me to read a book. It's all right. It's going to enter my Google Keep note. Oh, I have I have a um, note for our like um our like Indian food order. Oh yeah, right. For, like our our sushi order. And so I'll just like go in and be like this is <laughs> yeah. what we're ordering. This is what we like here. <laughs> yes. My my Google Keep spans like today's to-dos and like my life goals and visions. You know, it's like it's all there. So All in one place. Mine. Yep. That's good. That's yeah, good. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> I like it. I like it. Okay. Last question. If heaven exists, what do you want to hear God say when you enter the pearly gates? You killed it. <laughs> killed what? You killed who? Why? You, you can't come Life. in if you killed somebody. I didn't kill anyone. I didn't say you killed a person. You killed it. Good job. Good job. You killed really, it. Because I was feeling like I would be happy if he just said you did enough. <laughs> so yeah. I guess that's, that's where our bars are different right now. Let's, let's stop right now. You've done enough. <laughs> you did enough. Yeah. <laughs> you were very mediocre. Well done. <laughs> so from killing to what? And I what didn't did... kill anyone. You killed it at life. You won. Way to go. <laughs> killing it. You're killing it. That's fine. You're, you're killing it. You killed it. Good job. Um, <laughs> I would say, I mean, more uh, serious one here would be like that we just were great friends. Like that when he opened the, the gate, I was like, it is good to see your face finally. Cause I know your presence. Oh, um, nice. and that it would be just like a, a good embrace and, you know, come on in. I'm excited to spend time face to face. Yours was so much better than mine. <laughs> Gosh. Well, next time, ask mom and dad what to say. There you go. Yeah, well, you've got resources, Laura. <laughs> well, Laura, Annie, thank you for joining us. And one more time, what's the website that people can go to? Yes, www.athomearticulation.com. And, you know, once the mobile app launches, then just in the Play Store or in the App Store, they'll look for At Home Articulation there. Um, but really, the website is where you can find it all. And, and it sounds like mm-hmm. you guys are going to be at ASHA, too, so people can come yes. look yes. for you at ASHA. Uh-huh. Great. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. We're yeah. excited about doing some demos with the product there, and awesome. it should be a good time. Look for the little blue house. The little blue, blue house. house. The That's little on, blue in house. our logo. Okay. At home. Very nice. Great. 
Well, thank you guys for being here and, and good luck with, with the app and the website. And we wish you the best of luck. Thank you. Thank, thank you so you much for having so us. so much. This was wonderful. Well, that was Annie Jorgensen and Laura Walker from athomearticulation.com. So go over to the website, check out what they're doing, sign up, and you'll be able to get all of the updates that they have planned. And you'll be able to check out the free version of the software now, of the website, and you'll be set. And thank you for joining us on the podcast today for this episode. If you don't mind, please rate, review, subscribe, follow, share, whatever you want to do, but help us get the word out about this podcast. So please do one of those things. Rate, give us a five-star review. That helps us to uh, move up in our rankings and to attract new subscribers. So that's always very helpful. And leave a comment. Uh, say that you like us. We can use that as well. Uh, always helps. Uh, so with that, until next week, be safe and be kind. This has been a production of the 3C Digital Media Network.